Hello, everyone. It's a holiday weekend this week, and I am celebrating by taking a ride up to New Hampshire. I am super excited because my wife agreed to go on a hike with me. I have been poring over the different hikes available in the area that we want to go to because I tasked myself with choosing the perfect hike, not too hard, beautiful views, fun enough to result in a second and a third and a fourth hike. I finally picked one out and we will see how it goes later this weekend. It's beautiful weather here in New England right now, getting a bit cooler, and I am looking forward to getting outside to enjoy it. Today, I want to talk to you about something that happens statistically more at this midlife age, losing a parent. A study in 2019 showed that between the ages of 35 and 44, only one third of people between those ages have experienced the death of one or both parents. For people between 45 and 54, though, closer to two-thirds, 63%, have experienced this. It is something that begins happening more and more among your friends, your relatives, even for those of us who have parents in very good health. We still become aware that this transition will happen at some point in the future, and we might be thinking about preparing for that transition when it happens. I myself lost my dad on my 46th birthday, which puts me right into that data in with the 45 to 54-year-olds. My mom is in that category of the super healthy parent who seems like she will live forever and can make you forget that a transition will someday come. There are strategies to help you prepare for this inevitable day, and those of us who like to plan ahead might be more willing to know what those are and to help ourselves get through it when it comes. There is another group of us out there, and those are the ones that I would especially like to help with this podcast. That is the group that dreads the idea of losing a parent doesn't want to think about losing a parent, and acknowledges that it will be super hard and devastating even for some, something that they think they will not be able to handle. And in that thinking, this group leaves themselves unwilling to prepare and to make that inevitable day just a little bit easier. In their denial, they don't allow themselves to think about this day coming, but they are probably unaware that in doing so, they just might not be 100% taking advantage of the time that they do have left with their parent. My wife was in this category, but has been making some strides in coming to terms with the fact that she will not somehow miraculously have two living parents forever and ever. So let's take a look at this in two ways. How can you prepare for losing a parent? And how can you deal with the grief of losing a parent when that happens? For those of us who have one or two living parents, you want to be able to fully enjoy the time that you have with them while you have it. So the first thing to do is to 
really sit down and ask yourself, what else is there to say? If you fast forward in your mind to the day when you will no longer be able to talk to your parent face-to-face in the flesh, what are going to be the words that might be left unsaid? Is there anything that you need to forgive or anything that you need to ask them to forgive of you? Are you confident that they know, they really know, that you love them, that you are grateful to them or for them? Is there anything that you haven't thanked them for? For any of us who might have had a difficult childhood or challenging relationships with their parents, have you done the work yet that can bring you peace with that? What this work can give to you is the realization that sometimes challenging relationships with our parents is what gives us exactly what we need in order to become the person that we are today. The person with the exact good qualities that we have is not always made with an easy childhood or with the most loving and giving and kind parents. Some of us have had a different experience, but have used that upbringing to mold us into exactly the person that we want to be. And it's because of our parents, not in spite of them, that we became this person. But it can feel really hard to come to a place of peace and forgiveness with that and to accept the fact that our parents are just the humans that they are instead of the parents that should have been different for us. If you come up with something that is still unsaid, then go out and do that today. Reach out to your parent and cross that right off of your list. Waiting one more day risks leaving something unsaid. So once you think of it, reach out and say it. The next thing that you should do is to decide how you want to fully embrace the time that you do have with your parent left. Sit and daydream a little bit. How would you like to spend the time? Doing what activity and when and how often? If it's different than how you are spending your time with them right now, then make a plan for how to change that. And what mental state do you want to be in when you are with them? Many of us still tend to feel a little bit like a child when we are with our parents or we can feel ourselves get aggravated with them. It's easy to point the finger for this at our parents. But the truth is, there is a place where we can take responsibility for how we think, feel, and act. We are grown adults, even when we are with our parents. And their annoying behavior and traits are only annoying because we label them as annoying. There is someone else out there that might label the exact same behavior as endearing or cute or funny. They are, in fact, just humans being humans. Once you identify what you want to do and when you want to do it, how often and how we want to feel, make a plan and do it. 
practice spending time with your mom or dad in that way and with the mindset of seeing that time with them as bonus time. If it's really difficult to stay in the mindset that you want to be in, try using this little trick. Instead of being in the present moment as present you, try this. It works well if in your scenario you get aggravated a lot or triggered by a parent. In your mind, I want you to zoom ahead to being your future self. Picture your future self and what she looks like and what her circumstances are. One of those circumstances is that you have already lost this parent or both of your parents. And then you are wandering down the street in your future life and you come across a little time machine on the corner. You have one token to use in this time machine just once for one day to one place, but you don't get to choose when you go back to. You just happen to come back to this moment now as your future self, seeing this moment now with the nostalgia of experiencing it for the second and last time. How would you experience this moment with your parent differently if you were in it from that place? It would be a little bit of extra bonus time with them. You would be appreciating it in a whole new way. Try that the next time that your parent does something that just drives you crazy because they do it all of the time. You just might see it differently. Okay, one more tip for preparing is considering making, along with your parent, something to be part of their legacy. Write down their stories. Ask them questions. You can find templates and books with lists of suggested questions to ask them. How much did things cost when they were young? What do they remember the most fondly from their childhood? Ask them to tell you more about your grandparents and extended family. You can also make a recipe book with all of their favorite family recipes. Do something to honor them together while they are alive. Plant a tree together on their birthday. Plan gifts together for your children. Go on a trip or an activity together if you are able to and document it. Anything that builds memories now that you will be able to look back on fondly later. Finally, the last step in preparation is for any of us that find that we are having a really difficult time with this. If it is a struggle for you mentally to be able to think about this at all, then I recommend getting help. This can look like seeing a therapist or finding a support group. It might feel more natural to wait until the time when your parent does pass to seek out help but you might benefit your relationship with your parent more by seeking help early on instead of waiting. This is what I have for you about preparation. But then for those of you who have lost a parent, it is a different situation to experience the grief when you do lose your parent. If you have prepared yourself mentally, you might find yourself having a bit of an easier time. But then again, there are so many different factors in different situations. Sometimes the timing is 
expected. Your parent has been ill and has been in hospice and you knew it was coming shortly. In other circumstances, it is more of a sudden, unexpected surprise. And of course, each of us is going to deal with death and grief a bit differently based on our personality, our religion, our spiritual beliefs, and our upbringing, and our relationship with our parent and our siblings. There are things in this situation that can also help us. There are tons of resources on grief, how to handle grief, and I urge you to seek them out. If this all feels very complicated and tragic and upsetting for you, everyone handles it a bit differently. And it also does happen to all of us. None of us are alone in this. The first thing to remember is that the circumstance of losing a parent is going to trigger some feelings. There will be feelings there, and they are normal and natural. And feelings are to feel. They are not to fix. They are not to drive away and shut down. They are to feel. One of the biggest problems that happens right now in our society today is the shoving down and turning away feelings. You need to allow yourself time and space to feel. Validate your feelings for yourself. Do not tell yourself that you should not feel a certain way. Allow yourself to fully experience your feelings, whether it is alone or with others who are there for you to lean on. This is a time to take care of yourself. Sleep, eat, exercise, walk, do the self-care things that you might put off in your life in general. Get a massage, get a haircut, spend time doing a hobby or an activity that you like. Spend time with a friend. Find a way to honor your memories with them. The stereotypical way is to spend time with others who knew your parent and share stories. If you have this option available to you, then embrace it as a step that helps you to go through those stages of grief. If you are not physically in the same location as your siblings or other family or friends of your parents, then there are other ways today to reach out online, FaceTime, message others. Try to find a way to share some of those favorite and funny stories and to hear new ones that you may not have heard ever before. It helps you to change your biggest memories of your parent to your fondest ones. You can do something new to honor their memory. If you did it in that preparation stage and say you planted a tree with them, then you don't necessarily need to do this now, but you might want to do something else now to commemorate this time with an activity, with a memory. Maybe add a plaque to that tree or put a special picture in a frame. Something to acknowledge this moment in time. I like to think of it in this way. It's the first thing that they are seeing from their own different new perspective of where they are, if it's in heaven or whatever you believe, watching over you. I always feel like my dad is here 
seeing all of the big moments that happen. I never think of it as he is missing those moments ever. I very much consider that he is still here with us. So this activity of honoring someone is something that you can picture them seeing you do and that they know that you are doing it to honor their memory. The final part of this is to forgive anything that you need to forgive of them. If you have not already done this work, or it was hard to do because of something big and challenging that you dealt with in your relationship or even in a non-relationship with this parent, this is a good time to give that forgiveness as a gift to yourself. This is also the time to seek out a support group or a therapist if you do need that extra help in handling this. It is not a sign of weakness, but a sign of strength to find help and take it when we need it. It is a sign of bravery to take a step that might be unfamiliar to us, knowing that it can help us and be good for us. Find the right therapist that feels like a good fit. Keep on trying. If you don't find that right fit at first, finding the right therapist is like finding the right pair of jeans. You know when you have a good one. It just feels right. And that's it for today, my friends. For all of you that still have one or two parents alive and with us, I wish for you to enjoy every last minute of them that you can in the way that feels good to you. And I wish peace and healing and a continued good relationship for those with parents who have passed on. That relationship with your parents doesn't end. It just changes form. Peaceful week to all of you. See you next week.